Hello and welcome back to the Blues Legacy Foundations of Modern Music. I'm your host, Liam J. Holland, and this is episode three, The Great Migration, taking the blues from south to north. If you've been following along, you know we've explored the roots of blues music, the birth of the Delta Blues and its pioneers. Now, it's time to pack our bags and follow the path northward, tracing the journey of the blues as it moved beyond its birthplace in the American South. In this episode, we'll delve into the Great Migration, a massive demographic shift that changed America and in turn, profoundly influenced the course of blues music. We'll explore the impact of this migration on blues, the birth of the electrifying Chicago blues, and how the blues made itself at home in the industrial north. So sit back, get comfortable, and let's hit the road. Let's begin with a bit of history. What do I mean when I talk about the Great Migration? So, in a nutshell, it was one of the most significant demographic shifts in American history. From around 1916 to 1970, millions of African Americans moved from the rural South to the urban North, Midwest, and West seeking better opportunities and escaping the oppressive segregation laws of the Jim Crow South. The implications of this mass movement were enormous, affecting every aspect of American life, from economy to politics, from culture to music. The blues, born and nurtured in the South, packed its suitcase along with those who had created it and began to travel northwards and the music transformed on this journey. The Delta Blues we've been exploring, largely acoustic and intimately tied to the Mississippi Delta's rural environment, began to reflect the sounds, realities, and struggles of urban life. As we begin to understand the broader context of the Great Migration, let's listen to a song from this era, which encapsulates the sentiments of those on the move. Here's Hard Time Killing Floor Blues by Skip James, a Mississippi Delta blues man who moved north during the Great Migration. You know the people, they are drifting from door to door, but you can't find no heaven, I don't care where they go. can get up off of this old heart-killing flow. Lord, I'll never get out this low no more. Mm-hmm. 
The raw emotion in Skip James's voice and the somber tune echo the difficulties faced by many during this time. As we continue our journey, let's see how the blues adapted to its new surroundings. The blues was not just a passenger on this journey north. It was an active player, evolving and adapting with its people. The influence of the urban environment, the new instruments available, and the different audience expectations dramatically transformed this deeply rooted southern music. Many musicians switched from acoustic to electric guitars, which allowed for a more powerful and amplified sound. Harmonicas, bass and drums also became more prevalent, all of which gave the blues a more robust rhythmic backbone and greater volume, which was fitting for the noisy cityscapes. Lyrically, the themes of the song shifted as well. While maintaining their roots in the struggles of African-American life, they began to reflect the unique challenges and experiences of urban living. As an example, let's listen to Muddy Waters' song, I Can't Be Satisfied. Waters, originally from Mississippi, was one of the pioneers of Chicago blues, a direct result of the Great Migration. Well, I'm gonna wait till Won't be back no more. Going back down south, child, don't you want to go? Woman, I'm trouble, I be all good now. Well, babe, I just can't be satisfied, and I just can't keep up. In this song, Waters conveys the restlessness and discontentment common to many who had moved north only to find that their problems hadn't simply disappeared. So, let's now focus in on the vibrant blues scene that emerged in Chicago, a city that became a hub for the genre during the Great Migration. Blues clubs popped up all over the south side of Chicago providing performance venues for those migrating musicians. One of the most iconic spots was Maxwell Street Market, a hub for impromptu blues performances. The urban blues style that developed in Chicago was more aggressive and amplified than its Delta predecessor. As I've mentioned, electric instruments were key to this shift, but it was also about the community the connection between the musicians, the audience, and the urban setting they were all part of. Listen to Howling Wolf's Smokestack Lightning, a prime example of this urban electric blues sound. Notice the amplified harmonica, a signature of the Chicago style. It 
It's a powerful piece that showcases the electrified sound of Chicago blues. Oh, stop your train! A few key figures helped shape the Chicago blues scene. I mentioned Howling Wolf, who brought his guttural howling voice to the scene. There was also Muddy Waters, often dubbed the father of modern Chicago blues. His amplified slide guitar playing and powerful voice helped shape the genre. Now, when I was a young boy, at the age of five, my mother sang a bee. The greatest man alive But now I'm a man I made 21 I want you to believe me, honey We're having lots of fun There's a certain raw power and earthiness to this music that you can't help but feel, right? Another key figure was Willie Dixon a prolific songwriter and bassist who wrote countless blues classics. Here's a snippet from Hoochie Coochie Man, one of Dixon's most famous compositions performed here by Muddy Waters. The gypsy woman told my mother before I was born I got a boy charge coming He's gonna be a son of a gun He's gonna make pretty women's Jump and shout Then the world wanna know What this all about But you know I'm here Everybody knows These musicians and others like them created a new musical language that combined the deep roots of the blues with the hustle and bustle of urban life. In this episode, we journey from the rural south to the urban north, observing how the blues evolved along the way. From the harsh fields of the Mississippi Delta to the bustling streets of Chicago, the blues traveled and transformed absorbing the sounds and stories of the African-American experience. Its themes of hardship, struggle and endurance are a testament to the resilience and creativity of its creators. Next time, we'll examine how the electrified blue sound of Chicago left its indelible mark on a genre that was ready to explode onto the global stage. Rock and roll. You won't want to miss it. That's it for this episode of The Blues Legacy, Foundations of Modern Music. I'm your host, Liam J. Holland, and I'd like to thank you for joining me on this musical journey. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting the show on Patreon or Coffee. 
Your support helps keep this podcast going and allows me to continue researching, writing, and producing these deep dives into music history. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you have a moment, please leave a review. It helps others discover the show and join our growing community of music lovers. You can also follow Raw Blues on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for more content and updates. Links for all of this is available in the description of this episode. As we say in the world of blues, until next time, keep those stories singing and that music swinging.